When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Spending time today on Lincoln Live with Superintendent Dr. Steve Joel, the head of the Lincoln Public Schools. Steve, good to have you with me. Hey, good morning, Dale. Glad to be with you. Went through COVID back in mid-August. Uh, you announced your COVID January 10th. How are you feeling these days? You know, I'm feeling, uh, well, great. I'm feeling really good. good. It, it, it took me uh, totally by surprise. My, my wife and I have been very, very careful. And, of course, you know, we have the mask uh, requirement in, at work. We did take a family. We got a family gathering. And, you know, I think probably uh, we spent quite a bit of time with our family, which, you know, we wanted to do. And, you know, we knew the risks. And um, but, but either way, we both... Uh, both my wife and I came down with a pretty mild case, and, you know, we followed all protocols, and, you know, we're back. But, you know, I will tell you, and, and I think a lot of listeners already know this, that, um, you know, for us to come down with this, given the fact that we were pretty cautious, was tells you that <clears throat> this is a, uh, this, this Omicron is, is, you know, is really something that's that's uh, readily accessible, so, or excuse me, transmissible. So anyway, we're good. We're moving on, you know, from a school standpoint, school district standpoint. Uh, <clears throat> we saw our, our class covers, which is really our metric. These are the uh, percentages of <clears throat> classrooms or teachers that we're not able to find subs for. We, uh, we peaked at uh, over 40% last week, and we're starting to come down. So that means people are coming back to work. And I just think this is uh, this surge has taken a lot of people by surprise. So we're hopeful that with the uh, the next two Fridays, uh, we will be able to get ourselves back on track and then finish up the year as strongly as we can. Because you know, I mean, there's just this this is going to go fast between now and graduation. Superintendent of Lincoln's Public Schools, Dr. Steve Joel, with me for a few minutes on Lincoln Live on Tuesday night. The Board of Education given a list of four finalists to be considered for your job. And I did my best to, I had to watch what the camera was pointing at, obviously, and I, it was impossible to see the emotion on anybody's face because of everyone wearing masks. But uh, so, so share with me what was going through your mind as you heard the names and the qualifications of people who will, one of those four will ultimately replace you. You know, I got home after the school board meeting. My wife asked me the exact same question. She she said, you know, how are you feeling? Is is this hard for you? And you know, you know, Dale, I, I, I here here are my thoughts. My thoughts are Lincoln has been fantastic for myself and my family. I've I've enjoyed every minute, almost every minute of the work. I get to work with a board of education that I think is tops in in America. Um, but like anything else, you, you know, that you just get to a point where you're 
it's it's over, right? And and you have to start transitioning. And you know, of course, where I am age-wise, I, I maybe have hung on a few more years than than would be considered normal. Um, so I, I really was excited for the board, for our staff, and our community um, when I saw the unveiling um, because you know three of them have. Nebraska ties, you know, one of them I think comes up from Florida with some really good credentials. And it's going to be, an, it should be an exciting time for everybody that's going to participate in the process. And then, of course, it culminates with the board. So they get a chance now to, to take what it is that the community has said we need to look for and, and, and themselves in terms of their own mind and, and really start having that dialogue with these highly qualified candidates. And I think the difficulty is going to be, Dale, in, in deriving at that one person, knowing that, um, you know, as somebody that's done a number of superintendent searches around the country for other districts, there never is a perfect fit, right? There never is a, a somebody that can walk in and know the Lincoln culture, you know, have, have lived through some of the difficulties and challenges that, you know, I've had to live through. Um, but the gift that they get when they come here, and I really want to underscore this, and, and I had the same gift, is because there's an executive team in place that I consider to be the best in America by far, they get one year to really look, listen, and learn. And they don't have to put their mark on any one thing. Now, they got to deal with COVID. they got to deal with learning loss. They have to deal with, you know, we have building projects and things like that. But we have people in place and teams in place right now that this is what they're focusing on. And so, you know, my hope is that each of these candidates understands the importance of being connected uh, within our schools, but also <clears throat> externally. That came up as a very, very high uh, requirement characteristic is, you know, be involved with community groups and, you know, be at the table when the community is making plans, because ultimately when the community is planning, it's going to have an impact on the schools. So, you, you know, for me, what I would say to, to each of them is, you, you know, just just come in and learn. And there's a ton to learn here, because when I came over from Grand Island, I can tell you, I walked around that first week with uh, the deer in the headlights look going, wow, this is, uh, there's, we, we do, do different things. We do things differently in Lincoln than we did in Grand Island or Beatrice. And fortunately, I had, um, I had Dr. Marilyn Moore, Dr. Nancy Biggs, who uh, made sure that, you know, I was learning, but I wasn't stepping, you know, on any kind of a landmine. And I think the next superintendent's going to have um, should have that same opportunity. Three of the four finalists are from Nebraska or have Nebraska ties. Antoine Wilson is an assistant professor at Nebraska Wesleyan right now, and he's been there since 2018. You have Dr. Jamie Joe Thompson, superintendent of the Norfolk Public Schools since 2013. She has Beatrice Public Schools connections. And then you have Dr. Paul Gosman with connections to uh, Northeast High. He was the associate band director. He's been the band director at Millard West, and he has some experience teaching in the band realm in Wisner Pilger. So, and then the fourth candidate is from uh, Boca Raton, Florida. Yeah, and, and I have to tell you, I, I, uh, and I've said this before, and I know some people will roll their eyebrows, but it, I consider Lincoln... Um, you know, and, and let me back up and, and just say that, you know, because I part of the Lincoln responsibility is we have to be heavily involved in a national arena, too. Right. So Lincoln gets called on a lot when when policy making is taking place. And, you know, like 
get invited to a lot of think tanks. I, I, and I interact a lot with urban superintendents. I can tell you Lincoln is the best urban superintendency in America. So I, I would have thought that there would be um, uh, many more applicants when I first made my announcement. Um, people around the country who knew Lincoln, you know, obviously through myself and through, you know, our boards nationally connected too. But um, Mike Ritchie, the consultant for Hazard Young and Atiyah said that right now today there's 576 superintendent vacancies in America. And, and to be able to get 27 people interested and three that have Nebraska ties – I think really speaks uh, very positively toward the challenge. People in Lincoln, people in Nebraska, understand Lincoln, and I, uh, I have to believe there are a whole bunch of more superintendents that thought about this opportunity, um, which you know I take as a uh, you know kind of a feather in our cap. But um, it's going to be competitive, and you know a good consultant would say to the board, "We know we've done our job when you struggle." with your final decision because you've got um, you, you, you've got high quality candidates. Finalists come to Lincoln next week for some meetings on the first and the fourth, and then they will be part of the school board uh, special meetings on the first and the fourth with uh, the hope Connie Duncan, the board president expressed to have a finalist named at the February 22nd meeting. Yeah. And you know, fast timeline, but a good timeline. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what I'm looking forward to Dale is uh, once the, the board settles on uh, their candidate, contract gets worked out, you know, I want to uh, be able to offer up some transition time for them to come and, you know, get involved in some of the things. And, you know, again, I've learned this through the superintendent search process and even my own personal experiences. You know, whatever we can provide the new superintendent prior to the July 1 contract starting date is uh, really bonus time. Because once July 1 gets here, um, you know, it, it, it begins and, you know, summer's a really busy time, as, as you know, we've talked a lot about. And then, you know, in three weeks, you've got admin days, right? So one of the things I'd like to be able to do is, uh, as you know, they did at the chamber, Wendy Burtzall did this with Jason Ball. I've seen it happen many times, is uh, find a couple of days where I'm, I'm able to just take them around the community, introduce them to, you know, some of the community leaders and, and give them a chance to come to a school board meeting. And, you know, certainly if we, and I don't think we will, I, um, but if we have any vacancies at, uh, at, the, at the high admin level, I certainly want that new superintendent to be involved in that too, because that's really going to be part of their team going forward. Well, put in a good word for us, okay? We certainly absolutely. <laughs> Would you do that for me? All right, good. No, Dale, and I know we'll get a chance to talk some yep. more, but you know, you know, yep. I, I hope it goes. I hope I've said it enough. I, I, I very, very much appreciate. And I know our district does um, the, the the support that 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 your company and your radio station and you individually have provided for us, right? And, and you haven't been afraid to ask the hard questions, but. You know, at the end of the day, um, I know in your heart you value high-quality public education, like so many people do in the Lincoln community, which is another reason why, again, I say this is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for somebody to come in and, and hopefully spend a decade-plus as uh, leading the schools. Steve, I don't want time to end without you devoting some time to the retirement of Kathy Wieskamp. She retires at the yep. uh, end of the school year. Uh, what a remarkable career with LPS. Well, you know, we knew we had a superstar in Kathy. Uh, we just had to figure out how to get that position um, 
uh, formatted. And, and you might remember in the past, we were heavy, heavily reliant on individual um, athletic directors at the six schools. And we didn't really have a lot of continuity. And Karen Ann did a really good job when she was here. But, you know, we really, Karen really, um, we, we need to take that position to a higher level. And, and so when we were able to put it together and Kathy Wieskamp was interested, she just wowed us. And, you know, Kathy is a, uh, not only a district-wide leader, she's also a uh, community leader. She sits on the NSAA uh, Board of Directors. Um, she's she's heavily involved with Husker Athletics or involved with Husker Athletics. So, you know, Kathy gives us this range of connections that we, we haven't had. And um, just really proud of her work. And, and you know, I was uh, surprised that she made the announcement um, that, that this was a retirement year, but I also was went into her office and just congratulated and thanked her for just an incredible job well done. And she'll be missed. And, you know, we're undergoing going a search right now for her replacement. Four more phone calls, Steve, before it's your turn to pack up that box and head out of the administration office there on O Street. So we'll talk again next month. Thank you, Dale. Take care. You Always bet. a pleasure. Dr. Steve Joel joining me on Lincoln Live.